On this episode, do you use Evernote, Todoist and Trello? Do you wish there was one app that did it all? Well, your wish might just be coming true. Today, I'm going to take a look at Notion. It's like a one-stop shop for all of your online stuff. Coming up on Productivity Matters. If you take notes in Evernote or OneNote, manage your tasks in Todoist, use Trello for planning and Airtable as your database, not forgetting your calendars and even wikis, then you probably find yourself spending more time managing them than doing the actual work. Don't worry, help is at hand. There's a relatively new app in town that pretty much has you covered. Notion is an all-in-one workspace. In fact, their own website likens them to Lego-style building blocks for your information. We like free stuff here at Productivity Matters Towers, and Notion is completely free to use on all platforms, iOS, Android, Mac, Windows, and via the web. Notion allows you to build workspaces to store and manage information for whatever you like. A good example to start with is the Cub Scout pack that I'm involved in. I use Notion to store the templates for the emails I send to invite new members. I use a Kanban board to keep track of each stage of the process. And I can set reminders within the tasks so that I don't forget what I need to do. Now, this is a very basic way of using the app. I also use it to collate and write my scripts for this very podcast. And I can upload documents, add images, and uh, I uh, also use a Kanban board for my to-do list for this as well. I also use Notion to update the blog version before copying it into my blog. Notion is great for businesses and individuals alike, and they make large claims about being a single place for all things. So, what does Notion claim they can replace? For notes and documents, it could replace Google Docs and Evernote, although the functionality within Evernote is far in advance to what is available here, although I have heard this is going to improve. Similar to the Web Clipper, available from Evernote and OneNote, you can paste URLs into a page to have quick access, and you can add links between pages too. The knowledge base style could replace Confluence or GitHub Wiki, with code snippets a breeze is a great tool for capturing coding standards. You can embed a document stored on Google Drive, add a link from Google Maps, maybe you use InVision for your designs. These can be embedded too. There are over 50 integrations. For tasks and projects, Notion say they are a good alternative to Trello, Jira and Asana. I have to agree that the Trello-style boards is really rather good, with plenty of options to add statuses, reminders, tags and the like. You can create to-do lists and add a reminder. At the moment, though, you can't create recurring tasks, so it's not a complete replacement for Todoist or reminders just yet, but I am assured that's coming. Finally, spreadsheets and databases. For this, they suggest they can replace Google Sheets and Airtable. Using views, Notion does give you access to your information in a variety of ways. Editing across the application is as simple as drag and drop. You can do font customizations, select colors and add comments, which is ideal for collaboration. Talking of collaboration, you can also use the Slack integration to push updates to the rest of your team. Just by highlighting text, you can create bulleted or numbered lists, checklists, and one of my favourites is the toggle list, which allows you to expand or hide a section of the text at the click of a button. There's a fun element too, as you can add page cover images and icons to each page to give a visual representation. I have a microphone as the emoji on my podcast page, and a book to represent the blog. 
Once the cover image is nice, it takes up quite a lot of screen space, so I tend to leave mine blank. But that's the whole point. You can customise each and every page as necessary. Notion can also be used offline and will sync with your other devices when reconnected. I could spend many, many more hours talking through the various options. Earlier on, I mentioned that Notion is free to use, and that is true. You can have unlimited members and you get 1,000 blocks of whatever type of content you want to create. What's a block, I hear you ask? Well, a block is any single piece of content you add to your page, like a to-do item, an image, embedded file. It's a lot of information. My entire set of scripts and blogs are created here and I have plenty of room left. The free version also limits file uploads to 5 megabytes for each file. But there doesn't appear to be a limit to the number of uploads. You can keep going until you use up the 1000 blocks. Once you reach the limit, you can either delete blocks to free up space, or you can subscribe to the completely unlimited personal version with no file upload limit and advanced permissions for $48 per year, which is about £36 at today's rate. The team version, which also adds administrative tools, is $96 per year per user, about £74. Now, when you consider the cost of the other tools combined, this isn't actually overly expensive. OK, so I'm extolling the virtues of Notion and all it offers. But it must be said that it does come with quite a steep learning curve. I have only scraped the surface describing what Notion can do, and to be honest, when you first start to look at it, it can be a little daunting. However, it is definitely worth having a play and getting to know what it can do. And since it's free, there's nothing to lose, except time. So that's my whistle-stop tour of Notion. I hope you found this episode interesting. If you have any questions about Notion, then please get in touch via Twitter at ProdMatters. Don't forget to subscribe where you normally listen to your podcasts. Thank you very much for listening, and until next time, remember, productivity matters.